Welcome to the You Thought Wrong podcast, where we share stories of individuals just like you who have found ways to conquer their fears and are excelling at life. Hey guys, thank you for joining us in today's episode. I have my buddy here, Tim, who will be joining us on interviewing our special guests. Any point in your life have you felt abandoned by friends and family? Well, she's gone through it all, and with the help of strangers and some dear friends, she has overcome these fears of feeling alone, and now she is striving and helping others in the same way she was helped. Uh, We're here with Kiana Rooks Hmm. in the house. Uh, We're at her studio, Sandbox Studio. And we're just going to be talking about how she's come up with this beautiful and amazing journey to being here today with owning and being parts of different companies. Uh, So we'll just start with uh, by talking about how Rooks and I like know each other. uh, Someone it's still somewhat of a little blur to me Mm -hmm. from whenever we met. Well, I remember seeing you at parties all the time at uh, like nostalgia yeah yeah yeah, 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 yeah. so uh, that's what i remember yeah just us meeting at and then just all the people that we would always meet and stuff mm-hmm. and seeing all the pictures and stuff yeah and, yeah you oh, know having a good time yeah <laughs> definitely a I had a, yeah i had a few you know a few little drinks here and there <laughs> <laughs> i don't like that kind of stuff anymore <laughs> yeah right we all, we all grew up, we all grew up. yeah i'm still out there but so um so like, what were you doing? Let's say, like at that time, um, what were you? What was your passion at that time? Uh, I think my passion's always been the same, like which was like closing gaps. Yeah. So I remember, like, kind of around the time that we met, I was working at New Era, um, but I was also like I owned another company called Chips, which like made all like the custom, you know, wood pieces in Toronto. A lot of yeah, people yeah, don't yeah, know yeah. that, but like when Goodwood uh, came out, it was like really expensive to ship here. So I really quickly figured out how to make them, and then I remember that. I was I remember doing that. like literally every single person's piece from like A Game to Supra to making pieces for New Era to like just like everybody's custom pieces. I remember like that summer. That's when I realized like if you solve a problem, you can make a lot of money doing for it. For sure, for sure. Um, and so yeah, I had a really successful uh, summer with that. But at the same time, I was doing music management. Yeah. Um, my artist had a really successful summer, so you know I just really realized that like if you see a problem that you want to solve, like go after it attack For it sure, yeah. learn about its market and like just like you know why it exists and then figure out how to solve it yeah i know you're in the music uh industry a lot of connections there mm-hmm. how did you get started with the music industry um so i never really planned to uh work in music like i always like say that like it was never like my intention to actually be in music i kind of just fell into it i was doing security uh, at a random place in Scarborough called Lions Den. Mm-hmm. There was like this, I don't know if anyone remembers, like there's this huge open mic called Rock the Mic. Yes. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Yes. 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 Honestly, I want to know why they've never like tried to bring that back. Like it was like Luke Green and a couple people, but like yeah, yeah, it was yeah. huge. Like every Monday or Wednesday, like everybody would go there. Like that's where you'd see like Tory Lanez, Kim Davis, Johnny Rocks, like er- all of those guys, Drake. Like everybody used to go to this one place. And, um, yeah, so I was doing security there, and there was a young lady who kept winning all the time, and her name then was PG. She's mm-hmm. now known as Layla Day. She won, like, ten times back-to-back or yeah. something like that. <laughs> and um, I just remember being like, yo, like, this is really dope, like, seeing this happen in Toronto. And at the, around the same time, the guy, uh, this guy that was dating my, my, my elementary school friend was really nice to me. And so it, this is why, like, I really believe in, like, telling my story because I don't really think that, when you want to do something really great, you can plan to do it. Mm-hmm. I think you got to stay open and be kind to everybody, and like the world just kind of opens up for you. Yeah. Um, because he, at the same time, had just graduated from Trevis, and he was like, "Yo, I'm opening a recording studio." Like da 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 da, and he was super nice to me. He's like, "Yo, you should come by." End up going by, and now I'm doing the security job, so I'm trying to connect the dots. Like, yeah, yeah. I want to be help help this guy who's been super nice to me get clients. Yeah. And I'm there anyway, so I started telling everybody about about the studio, and um. I started bringing like different people there and you know like he was like yo you're really you're really connected like you have like a really good knack for like connecting with people and getting them to like kind of do stuff yeah and so i was like yeah it sounds like me yeah um, <laughs> like, you should uh you should get into music management and so what i did was i was like i don't know so i went to that same girl who was always winning 
And I was like, yo, like, I want to manage you. And she was like, you're like two years older than me. Like, do you manage, can you manage yourself? You know what I was like? It's true, true, true. And so um, she actually put me in touch with uh, the artist that I got later known for, for developing Shy Wisdom. Um, and she was like, yo, you know, you seem like you're onto something. She seems like she's onto something. Maybe you guys should connect. Yeah. So it's actually Layla Day that introduced me to Shy. Um, nice. And then from there, you know, I just continued to, you know, like try to build relationships and connections. And, you know, the thing about music that's very different from a lot of other industries is that, like, you got to use all the relationships you have. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, you never know what is going to make something come together or what's going to, like, you know, like take things apart. And so I don't know, like, I just realized, like, every relationship matters and counts. Yeah. And so, yeah, just from there, like, I just hit the ground running and just kept going after nice. everything possible. Nice, yeah. And, like, you saw something in, like, what I was doing with the blog to begin with. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, I, I loved, I loved, we, we sat down and yeah, yeah. about it. Like, I loved the idea of, like, you thought wrong and just, like, what that even meant, the connotation of that. Like, yeah. I think so often, like, people do underestimate other people's, you know, Abilities like I was on the car ride back to Sandbox today. I was thinking about the fact that like you know I was listening to Cardi and Cardi said yo my 15 minutes like lasted really long. Yeah, and it's like you really never know who's going to do what yeah. when where how and so I just love the concept of like you thought wrong yeah. because like so many people are so quick to doubt you like hey I want to do this thing and people are like are you crazy like yeah, right. yeah. you know what I mean like and so like for me like rigor and like tenacity and like you know grit is about like. Yo, you don't think I can do it? Yeah. But I'm going to show you. I'm going to show you sure. exactly how I'm going to do it. Yeah, and like with you, with uh, just being a woman, uh, being black and then being gay, like mm-hmm. just in listening to your story being told like from you. Yeah. Um, and just how like, how did you like overcome from like being in the the, the coffee time, you know, that, those times. Yeah, so yeah, living, yeah, in, the co- living like, in the coffee uh, time. <laughs> Tim's like, what's the coffee time? You know what, I, I, yeah. he told me yeah. a, a bit about, yeah. and we did our research, yeah. and I was just looking up uh, your story on, yeah. online, and it was just really, really gripping stuff, yeah, yeah. you know? So yeah, like I went from like, you know, like growing up in like an upper middle class family to, mm-hmm. you know, m- my family finding out I was queer and like kind of like threatening me like, hey, you can't live here anymore. Just kind of, I think like as a scare tactic, yeah. like, you know, I'm a Leo. And like, if you tell me, <laughs> you know, this is why you thought wrong connection with me. Right, yeah, yeah, I'm yeah. a Leo. So like, you know, when, when they were like, yo, you can't be here. I was like, all right, cool. And I cut and I was living in the coffee time across the street from, from my house, you know? And so uh, just from going like there to like where I'm at right now, I think that's why Sandbox functions very differently from other businesses. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that I really like, bring that experience of like being homeless um to like just the way i engage in and interact with all my clients Mm -hmm. um because one of the reasons the coffee time stands out for me because obviously i didn't live there forever but i stayed at other places and i would couch surf and i I don't know if i remember telling you this but was that the the guy that worked at the coffee time was super nice to me yeah and so like i would go there what's his name i I don't don't even remember his name but it was just like really i was like 14 he was like tamil older gentleman like 34 and like like maybe like by the third day he saw me there he was like why are you here and like i was like uh because i'd always go and be like can i order something yeah <laughs> and i'd be like how much is you know that how much is a donut a dollar okay well how much is a sprinkle on a yeah <laughs> i got 10 cents pink and white right. none of the other. and so like one day he was like you know like why are you here because like all i would get every night was like a hot chocolate and he's like why are you here and i i kind of told him like you know like i'm kicked out of my house whatever the case may be and he would he started giving me his his car key to mm-hmm. go in his minivan and sleep in there instead of being in the coffee time because this is why like I'm so big on like the smoking ban because mm-hmm. when I was like 14 there was you were allowed to smoke inside yeah, the yeah, yeah, yeah. and yo I would go yeah, there so, and I would be dying yeah. Yeah, coffee time people are... blew up with cigarettes right, yeah. like they were small and so like it was a horrible environment and then like I remember like being in the coffee time and then like when they were like okay you have to have a smoking area to the point where there's like no smoking at all yeah. you know and so like that transition for me like just remembering how kind that stranger was to me and how much like he wanted to see me do well and like be okay like I, I, I relate that to like everything I do right. in my life for everybody every stranger like, yeah. it doesn't really matter to me right yeah so that's the thing like with Sandbox you probably feel like you give people a little bit of uh, opportunity yeah to, I want to treat everybody as Sandbox exactly like that guy so why is it called Sandbox so Sandbox is really important to me because 
At first we were called the lab, and uh, you know, Jada Kiss came through. He's like, yeah, yeah, we call him the lab too. <laughs> like, yeah. And I was like, kind of like, mm, I don't know if I want us to both be called the lab, but yeah. you know, one day uh, I was I was inside of the studio, and you know, there's just so much uh, like silos and like I think like challenges in in the Toronto music scene even to this day mm-hmm. of like you know between the haves and have-nots and like people who have access and people who don't it doesn't matter like how good or bad you are like yeah. there's just if you're around the right people or you're not I think that's everywhere in life but I think here more than anywhere else um because like when I'm in the states I find like people are like yo can you make me money if yeah. you can make me money yeah you can be around like yeah. you know what I mean but like here it's like it doesn't matter like are you my peoples or not you know what I mean are you it doesn't matter if you're dumb talented why or not. is that why is that what what would be the differentiating factor why that is like because people here who have influence don't have money I'm not trying to be rude but like when you're in the states and like you're making like 250 racks a year and like you know that like somebody in music can make you another you know 90 racks because you know how the economics of the music industry works right yeah. i think you see the value whereas like i'm not trying to be rude in any way shape or form but a lot of influencers in toronto don't have the that kind of acumen. capital yeah the business acumen that kind of capital and so what ends up happening is social capital here becomes such a social capital here is such a big thing like props over profit here right yeah, yeah, yeah. whereas right. like in other spaces it's profit first like right. they want the money first like you can go to the club you can hang out with all the cool people you want but if you can't like get that money like they don't care yeah. right whereas like here like you know even if you look at some of like the influencer programs in the city like with some of the bigger brands you're like yeah, that person's really cool, but, like, could that person really influence anybody to buy anything? Right. Like, yeah. like, you see, like, Nike, the Nike Air Maxes that launched, and, like, you'll see, like, 100 people in these new Nike yeah. Air Maxes, and then you're like, who are these people? Yeah. Like, and that, that to me is, like, mainly, like, a part of, like, the problem with, like, what exists in the city is, like, why don't I know who these people are? Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Why are they able to, like, and, you know, that's its own problem, but it is a part of the politics in the city. I do think that right now, these bigger companies are gonna do more work, and I think it's just because they're new to the scene, so they kind of just went with like, well, what am I being told? Yeah. But now as the scene is expanding and growing, I do think like these bigger companies are gonna be like, yo, like who who really will go on? Like who can <laughs> make right. things happen and make change? Like you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because everybody's trying to 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 be big on the same platform. Mm-hmm. Like who can really be real? Yeah. Like who is not? Yeah. Fake, yeah. Who's the real yeah. deal? You know? Yeah. 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 That's pretty cool stuff <laughs> so that's how sandbox came so yeah sandbox so i was sitting in the side of the studio and i just felt like i didn't want to be a part of like what i see happening and perpetuate that cycle and so i was just like yo like i want sandbox to function like it like we a sandbox function when we were kids you know yeah. like i remember being in kindergarten and, like you had like a a, ki- a friend from pakistan a yeah. chinese friend you don't like, see you, you don't see, see colors race. you didn't see yeah. color you didn't see like who was the rich kid and not the rich yeah. kid like whose birthday party was lit or not like, you, just, <laughs> you just played with your friends and yeah. like you know what i mean like one of the things that stood out for me because i loved the sandbox when i was a kid was like you know like everybody had their part like somebody would go get like get their little cup and like go get water from the water yeah. fountain and like yeah. you know what i mean everyone right. had their job to do and it just made you know being in that space like so much better and so yeah like infinite possibilities with infinite people who just have the same vision yeah right yeah. right right so i guess it's safe to say that you you built this studio mm-hmm. for basically for people to also be themselves yeah, yeah, and 100%. express themselves right? 100% yeah right like not only through uh, i was reading outside it right. could be through music it yeah, could yeah. be through just recording podcasts yeah. or maybe even interviews or yeah anything and like now that, that we've added like the visual space um yeah like now people can like film people can do photography we've had people do events we had somebody premiere their short film wow. which is so cool because like where else would you be able to premiere like a film for three minutes yeah and like not break your bank like, yeah, you know what yeah. i mean like these are like the things like now that like i've gotten to a place of like somewhat like uh like wealth for myself like my whole goal now is like how do i help create wealth for other people exactly yeah, yeah. so exactly. now like i see sandbox more as like a facility than a service-based business so it's like yeah we still have all the services we've had for the last five years but like the facilities here like if you want to use it like That's you true. can use it to do what you need to do right right and how did uh like we should get to this too like how did you come up with uh rooks you know you know what I, honestly like i used to play a sport called netball i don't know if you guys know it netball yeah, yeah. Netball, yeah so i'm jamaican and in, okay. in jamaica netball is like a sport yeah like, it's like you know like how americans feel about like football or whatever the case may be and like I, uh, I i was playing netball pretty seriously for a while and then when i started playing basketball in high school like in netball you can't dribble 
and you can only take like three jumps and then you pass the ball. Uh, yeah, it has no backboard, right? There's no backboard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's like the, the net's like at nine feet. It's like a little bit shorter. And so pretty much like when I started playing basketball, I was so bad, but amazing. Because when you... When, like, you, you couldn't lay up, but you could always I, shoot I it in. I could shoot anywhere. Like, I never... It was nothing but net. But it was nothing but travels, right? Oh, so, like, yeah. I just, like... Literally, people would, like, inbound me the ball. And, like, my coach would get so mad because I could score. And, like, literally, like, people would inbound me the ball and I would run. And people would be like... I used to play netball. <laughs> you got that. I'm horrible at basketball. Yeah. I love basketball. Yeah, yeah. I love the raps. Big shout out to yeah, the yeah, rap. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. I can't lay up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I can shoot, but net, I can't net, lay up. Netball is a sport for you then. <laughs> um, and so, yeah, so I won rookie of the year that year in my division. And then, like, everybody would, like, call me rookie anyways because right. it, it was actually really quite ridiculous. Like, when I look back on it now, like, like running with the ball on the court, like, people must have thought, like, for real, yeah, like, yeah. I was, something was wrong with me. Like, you know? Special one. I was, like the, I was, like, the Rudy of basketball. Yeah. Like, but, yeah, so I, from there, like, the name, like, stuck. I think anytime you get a nickname, you don't pick. Yeah. Like you, you can never. It never leaves you. Like right. you know. What I mean? So like everywhere I went, people called me rookie, and like you know, just like also like from leaving that. Like I think a lot of people knew me in high school, and like in high school I was really popular before I left, and so like you know, leaving high school and people knowing like I was like out, like I was uh, out in you know grade nine, and like this is very different time, like you know, like oh, to yeah, be yeah. out in high school when I was in high school. That was like yo, like. Yeah, it's saying so you had like leprosy, like you know. Yeah, so like, yeah. I think the name got really far too because everybody knew that like Rookie was gay and like, yo, mm-hmm. do you know Rookie from Vanny? Like she's she's a lesbian. And so like, I think that that name helps it spread really far right. because mm-hmm. so many people were talking about it because it wasn't something very common for yeah. you know for a person in high school to be gay. So you went through all of this stuff mm-hmm. all at the same time. Yeah, yeah. coffee time, coming out. You know, um, and at that time, I'm assuming we're all the same age. Yeah, yeah, yeah pretty much, yeah. right? And at that time, maybe that's, I wouldn't even say how, how long that was ago. <laughs> I know. I'm but, like, Stop. Stop where you are. It, it's not as widely as accepted yeah, as yeah. it is now. Yeah, yeah, I yeah, mean, yeah. so, like, using that yeah. and, like, the struggles you've been through, like, how, how did that even feel for you? You know, honestly, like, I, I was joking around with my friend recently because uh, she has a really great corporate job and, like, we go to the club all the time. And uh, we're always joking now that, like, you know, like, I'm an influencer in the city for sure. And, like, yeah. it's just crazy to me that, like, I can talk to any girl. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? And, like, just, like, you know, before, like, we, we before you definitely had to, like, you know, like, go to a particular place yeah, yeah, at a yeah. particular, like, you know, like, before you I... You have to be I, very picky with, like... Yeah, and just, like, even just not even just talking to any girl, because a girl, I'm not saying any girl would date you, but, like, being able to say, like, hey, like, well, I'm not me, I don't, I'm very shy, I would never... But, like, you, know, <laughs> you know, like, be, being able to, for somebody to be like, hey, like, yeah, no, I don't like girls, but, like, you know, it's not like a, what? Yeah, Are you, yeah, like, you know yeah. what I mean? Like, there's no, like, big reaction around it. Like, it's so crazy because, like, I'm not old like for that to have changed so drastically and that's why like I really do got a shout out and like why people really do have to like reverence people who came before them like Mm -hmm. from snooping on the wire and snooping able to exist because of the brat taking up that space and then after snoop like you know like I think the next big thing has been young and May and then like after young and May like Lena Waithe like people are seeing more people that look and perform gender like I do like in the world who are also black right because I think like being black and being queer for a lot of people like it's just such a anomaly to them because I feel like um, the the messaging that's put out there about black people that like they're hyper homophobic, mm-hmm. um, especially like I'm Jamaican like Jamaicans yeah. hate gay people, yeah. but like when I'm in Jamaica like guys see me they're like yo yeah stop, <laughs> 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 like, you know what I mean? like the, I've never had like a Jamaican guy be like hey yo like you know what I mean but so, but like I think that the world is changing and like people are so I'm I'm grateful for like you know that 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 growth and change because yeah. it also most of people don't talk about it like. It does make me feel a lot more comfortable to like exist in lots of spaces, yeah, yeah. and I think that's why like even this year people are like, "Yo, you're doing so much," and I'm like, well, "I'm also doing so much because like now women are putting me on panels for like other women." Yeah, you yeah. know what I mean. Last year I wouldn't have gotten put on a panel yeah, right. for women. Do you feel like you had to be like kind of someone different, like let's say even five years ago? Uh, I feel like I've always kind of been myself, but I think my opportunities were 100% limited. Like I was asked to be on an all-female panel today, yeah, and like. I, I always joke around like it's crazy because like I feel like I'd be way more successful for real if I was like you know black and straight and whatever the case yeah. would be because like women don't put me on women panels because I perform gender differently yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. like black people don't put me on you know a lot of the panels because of of the fact that I'm very like queer looking yeah, right yeah, yeah. and then like you know at the same time guys don't put me on their panels because like 
you know, it's the boys club. And so yeah. it's like, it's always been a very awkward space, but I think it's like, you know, times are like changing and people are just like, yo, what do you do? Like, let's just focus on the work. Yeah, yeah. I feel like the focusing on the work thing has really opened up a lot of doors. Right, nice. right. Yeah. Because it, it, it shows like your skills and your abilities and who you are yeah. and what you can bring to the table. Well, just like what you were saying, like in the States, like, can you, can you work and can make money? Can you deliver? Yeah. Can you at the deliver? end of the day, like, that's what you need, right? Mm-hmm. We're not here to be like fake and show off things that we can't right. afford and stuff, right? Yeah, yeah, 100%. So, so obviously, this was a huge motivating factor, right? Mm-hmm. Coming from and going through yeah, all yeah. these battles. I'm I mean, super motivated by everything I've been through. Yeah, like, what are, like, your, like, like, routines and stuff that you would tell people that you do that could, like, help them to kind of get into a better groove one and of the mindset? Things, one of the things, like, I always talk about is, like, your conversation with yourself. Um... Like, every day, like, so if you guys had planned to meet me at, like, 9 a.m. and I woke up at, like, let's say, like, 8 o'clock, I would have been late for our meeting because I don't care what I'm doing. I make sure that I take the first 45 minutes of my day to, like, do what I need to do to get through the day. And that means, like, I wake up, I meditate, like, I spend five minutes, like, making sure that, like, I don't think about anything. And I think, like, our phones, like, I have two phones. I think people really have to acknowledge, like, how much stimulation is bad for yeah. our ability to to mm-hmm. be okay you know yeah. what i mean like i see even the difference now like i do this thing now at nighttime where like i'm not gonna read yeah i'm not gonna put on the tv like before like i was i only fell asleep to netflix like you turn netflix on and you try to fall asleep yeah, yeah. yeah. now i'm just like i'm just gonna go remember when you're a kid and your parents would just lock you in a dark <laughs> yeah, yeah. like go to your bed <laughs> yeah, no no <laughs> choice but to yeah, or else you get your ass whooped exactly and, and you're not you're not tired but then you're like i'm not and then you wake up and it's morning because yeah, yeah. you're you're just turned off like you know what I mean and so like I think that that's something that I've been learning to do like yeah. I don't want to fall asleep to Netflix to music to a meditation to sleep sounds I'm just gonna go in my room and I'm just gonna be in the dark and just like force myself to sleep yeah. because in the morning time when I wake up I feel like I've actually taken a break from the world which yeah, is right. why I take time I won't look at my phones for the first 45 minutes of the day I don't care yeah. the world could be on fire whatever's happening has happened yeah and i can't change anything in those first 45 minutes but if i can take some time to like listen i listen to les brown every single day the exact same youtube thing for the last two years of him telling me like yo anything is possible like get up go win the day like it doesn't matter what anyone says to you like you can get it done like yeah Yeah. these are things that like are such a big part of like my routine and like who i am because i see the difference i know the difference from when like i stopped listening to like podcast or i stopped Mm -hmm. listening to les brown or like start having rush days and rush mornings you see the difference in the way like you engage and like interact with the world yeah because my biggest thing of like what i what i talked about with like you know like legacy is like i don't ever want to be out in the road and like i just met you tim yeah and be like yo this is like hype on you you know what mm-hmm, i mean and jay right? can be like yo rooks is so dope or whatever the case <laughs> may be and then afterwards like you're like really like, you're, excited, <laughs> you're excited to meet me and then you realize like i'm the exact same person who like cut you off today like yeah, you know what yeah. i mean i think that like people forget like the universe is so connected that you have to be kind with yourself so you can be kind yeah. to as many people as possible. Yeah. It's was, really cool you said that yeah. because it's all about pre- like preparation. Yeah. yeah, People prepare for, let's say, baseball games yeah, for yeah. an athlete or they prepare for a big speech. Yeah, yeah. But preparing for each day yeah. and mentally preparing yeah. is really important. 100%. Because yeah. as you said, like just like if you're driving, you, someone does cut you off, like they could be going to emergency yeah. you know the wife could be pregnant having the baby right yep. there you know like I, i'm thinking of those things now too with everybody being pregnant and <laughs> yeah. stuff like yeah. and then just to go back to your point of like disconnected from the world too like i just finished reading deep work yeah and like Who's it by? uh cal cal newport okay tell me owes you some money for dropping that you know and so and it just talks about like you know you have to like just focus, you know, focus on what you need for the moment and, like, cut the social media off yeah. for a second, you know? Like, I've turned off, like, a lot of my notifications mm-hmm. for social media. Cause, like, unless... Messages, yes, like, I look at it, like, every now and then, but, like, I don't look at my phone. When I'm when I'm focused on something, I don't look at my yeah. phone, you know, and be distracted because even that two seconds of distraction can really throw things off. Absolutely. And 100%. Like, even, like, that's why we're talking about the BlackBerry. Like, I, I have, like, this thing where I'm, like, very conscious, like, which phone am I touching more? You know what I mean? Yeah. If I'm touching my iPhone more than my BlackBerry, then I'm distracted. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? And like, because the BlackBerry, like, has the option of no social media notifications. Nice. Just you being able to, like, tune into the things yeah. that matter. And I think, yeah, like, social media is, like, such an interesting thing now because 
you can pay attention to so many things you shouldn't be paying attention yeah. to. Yeah. And I mean, like, not even, like, bad things, but, like, if I see, like, you know, Jaycom, like, sell, like, seven houses on Friday, then I'm like, damn, bro, like, I really didn't do well this week. Like, you know what I mean? Like, maybe I did awesome this week, mm -hmm. but, like, everybody's wins look different, and I yeah, think, like, yes. even for myself, like, I try not, to, I don't follow celebrities. Like, that's a big thing for me. I, on social media, like, I literally follow, like, National Geographic, like, right. things where I, like, can learn from them, but nothing that makes me feel like I'm comparing myself yeah. to them. Because at the end of the day, Instagram is our highlight reel, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. And so, like, if I'm comparing my highlight reel to people who have, like, six PR people and this person, that <laughs> yeah, person, exactly. like, yeah. there's people whose jobs are to make you look good. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I mean? Like, yeah. Then, then I'll never feel like I'm accomplishing anything. Yeah, I like how you put that because people start to measure themselves mm -hmm. and knowing that, you know, their level of measurement, uh, my level of measurement and my success yeah. won't be the same as yours. It will never be the same because 100%. you're going for different goals. I'm going for yeah, different yeah. goals. But it's too many times where people are just like, you know what? Rooks is killing it. Yeah, yeah. I got to be killing I it. Even hate and then I hate myself because I'm not at yeah. her level. I actually even hate when people say to me like, yo, Rooks, you're killing it. Like, if you actually follow my Instagram story, mm -hmm. you'll see how often I'm like, hey, like, this is work. Like, I'm not, like, even the other night I came from the club and I watched my story. Um, so really, as a Leo of myself, I watch my story, but, <laughs> okay. but I, I, I watch my story because I'm very like aware that the messaging you put out there is impactful, right? So mm -hmm. I watched my story and I realized I had like a Henny bottle and like, I'll never buy a bottle in life. And like, I think it's really important that people realize like, yo, as you get to a certain place, like the stuff that you feel like people pay for, like, like you're like, yo, I'm excited to get money so I can like do this. Like, mm -hmm. Those people don't pay for it. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? And so, like, it was really important for me to, like, come here. Like, I ended up leaving the club and, like, coming here to work on a document. And I, instead of, like, being like, oh, yeah, I had a nice night. Henny bottle works. Like, I wanted people to know, like, I'm working. This yeah. is how I'm able to do the things that I do. You exactly. know what I mean? Like, when I clean the toilet at Sandbox, I be putting that on my Instagram story. Because at the end of the day, like, I'm the owner of the business. Right. And, like, if I come into the washroom and it's dirty, I'm going to clean it. Right. I'm not going to find an intern. I'm not Because of my level of, like, integrity for my own business, it's top down. Like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. everybody else is going to treat it the way that I treat it, you know? Yeah. And, so, like, and then eventually when you get too bigger and stuff, mm -hmm. when you have employees and stuff, they can't say, like, yeah. oh, you don't know, you don't understand what I'm doing. So yeah. It's like, no, yeah. I know yeah. I, what you're doing and what everyone else yeah. is doing in between. Which I would encourage any entrepreneur. Really, for sure, yeah. like, for sure. A lot of times, like, you get staff and they try to tell you, like, this take like a lot of people don't know. I don't engineer. I can't produce. It's not in my job description. Yeah, like and I own a I own a recording studio, right? But mo most people assume that I do those things because of that. No, I know exactly how long it takes to do something. Yeah. I've sat in on sessions. I've sat in on all different kinds of sessions. So like I have an average like this should take this long. This should take that long. Yeah. So like employees can't come to you and be like oh like like this like you you you're a VP of a company, right? So it's like. People, graphic designers sometimes will be like, oh, it's going to take four weeks. Like, no, bro, it's going to take four minutes. <laughs> yeah. Like, are you kidding? I know exactly what... And being able to speak the language. So, like, for all entrepreneurs, like, even if you don't do that thing, like, learn about it. Like, I'm such right. a big Lynda.com person. Yes. Like, yo, I'll watch it. I'll yes. watch the video. Because now when you tell me it took, you know, four weeks, and I'm like, didn't you just have to, like, uh, export the vector of the DSLR? <laughs> <laughs> and then they're looking at you like, like, hey! Like, yeah, because it took four minutes. Like, yeah, you know, yeah. so I think, like, even as an entrepreneur, like, it's so important to know that. And, like, I think because I love to learn from different kinds of entrepreneurs, like, chefs are like that, right? Like, mm -hmm. chefs know, like, at yeah. high-end restaurants, they know what kind of cutlery they're being used. They pick oh, yeah. the tablecloth. Yeah. They pick the, the plates. Like, oh, yeah. they go and they buy the vegetables in the like. And My so cousin, one, like, she has a, uh, her restaurant in uh, New Orleans. Like, mm -hmm. she and everyone, when I went down there, every one of them, like, loved her to, like, I don't know why she works so hard. Yeah. Like, yeah, she, she has her videos of, like, picking out, as you said, yep. picking out the vegetables 100%. and stuff. Like, it makes a difference. It makes a huge difference. And I think, like, the hardest part as an entrepreneur is, like, trying to teach other people to care about your business as much as you. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. It's exactly. the culture and stuff, right? Yeah. And then another book I'm reading right now, Start With Why. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, it's a great book. Yeah. And it talk like, you know, a lot of people, when they advertise their company, yeah. they do it backwards, yeah, yeah. you know? It's not... What people don't... Instead of why they do Yeah, it. you know? So... Yeah. So it's all about that kind of stuff, you know? So, obviously, you're also an entrepreneur. Mm -hmm. And uh, uh, I'm... I, I, I could say I'm in it, too. Yeah. And we all yeah, are. We, yeah. we all are, yeah. right? And uh, what's the the hardest part? Because like for me, the hardest part is 
like always staying motivated yeah. and a lot of people think like oh he's always mo so motivated he's always so motivated it is extremely tough yeah, yeah. But as entrepreneurs yeah we have to kind of put our head down and be like yeah i'm always motivated yeah, but yeah. deep inside it, yeah. it's tough i'd imagine back then when yeah. you were going through all of these struggles <laughs> like how were you able to motivate yourself to get to where you, where you are now and on top of that, like make all of these networks, you know I, what I mean? And reaching out to people, yeah. the hardest part about, about entrepreneurship or, or being in that black hole, yeah, yeah. like when things aren't going well, is like actually putting yourself out there. With. One of the things I like try to tell people, even like artists, artists that do artist development with me will always be like, oh, I need to sing better. And I'm like, no, you need to like see yourself differently, right? Mm. Like at the end of the day, how you see yourself always impacts how you perform in the world. So if you see yourself as a dope skateboarder, like, yeah, you might not be good right now, but you're going to get better than somebody who doubts himself. And so, like, I do think, like, motivation and, like, you know, like, even here, like, we, at Sandbox, we were in a 600-foot square, spa square foot space for five years. And right before I moved, like, it's not like I had to move. There wasn't, like, I wasn't being evicted. There was nothing. My rent didn't go up. I literally just had come back from L.A. And I was like, I'm so comfortable. Like, I don't mm -hmm. work. I don't do it. Like, I was retired. I felt like I, you know, like, anyone who's watched my IG story for a while, like, like, maybe, like, last, like, you know, the end of last year, I was just playing ball, swimming, hanging out, and at <laughs> Jake Harper, I feel like he's shaking his head, like, yeah, I'll watch you, like, your work. But, yeah, like, I was, like, retired. Like, we, I was so much residual income was coming in, and, like, I just had no need to work. And, like, I just remember feeling, like, you know, like, wh what am I doing? Like, yeah. that's not, your life isn't supposed to be so you have money to waste time. You're, you're supposed to be doing something, you know? Yeah. And so that's literally why I got up and I was like, all this residual income, <coughs> me. I'm gonna go out and get a bigger space that costs this much. And I wanna be able to do exactly what I did with Sandbox. Like for me, it's like competing against myself. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Like most people would be like, well, why would you leave that situation to like put yourself in the, like to, to me, where I'm at right now is like Sandbox day one. Yeah. I'm learning new things, mm -hmm. like how do things, like, Yo, I'm hustling harder than I ever hustled before. Yeah. But I think, like, motivation is, like, about what you want out of your own personal life. Like, and, like, really having a mission and, like, a focus. Like, for me, it's, like, the moment that I get to a place where I'm, like, retired and I'm, it's about myself. And I don't think that human beings should be living for themselves. Your whole job and your whole life is to help other people become themselves. I think every one of us. Like, you know what I mean? Like... From, it's, from your child, like, to yeah. your brother or your sister. Like, your job <coughs> is to help other people develop it's okay, develop into who they're supposed to become. And so I just realized I wasn't doing any of that. And so I think what helps me stay motivated is, like, yo, I always want to help the person that's me that I needed when I was, like, homeless. I always yeah. want to help the person that, like, even at Sandbox, people don't know this, I just went out and ordered, like, 10 sleeping, like, uh, air mattresses. And I ordered 10 air mattresses because we have like a 400 square foot empty space. And like, I want to know, like, should anybody ever call me and be like, yo, homeless? Like that night or like yeah. an artist be like, yo, I, I can't afford something for like the next, like I'm in wow. between places. Like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. can I just like, that's even one of the reasons I'm installing a shower. Like, you know what I mean? Like sometimes people will never tell you how bad their situation is. Yeah. But from being like homeless, I remember like, it doesn't matter. Like I could live anywhere, but a shower was like such a fundamental thing yeah, yeah. for you to be able to take and so like me being able to have a shower and like even being able to like have an open door policy about that right like yo you can take a shower like sometimes people live in a place there's no water there like you yeah. know what i mean like i think the whole thing that motivates me every day is like how do i keep getting bigger and greater so i can help more people that yep. need help you know yeah you can't go wrong with that yeah, yeah. and it's funny you mentioned about the shower because mm -hmm. when we came in and you were showing giving us the tour mm -hmm. and you're like oh i'm selling a shower i'm like Oh, it, I, I was automatically yeah. thinking there's something behind it. Like, oh, these people must be recording really hard. Yeah, that like they're sweating. Sweat on the you know the yeah, keyboard yeah, yeah, controls. Yeah, yeah. No, that is yeah. a lot better. Yeah, I mean, yeah. that is that's that's great to know that yeah, yeah. that's the reason. Yeah, yeah. It's not all about you mm -hmm. at the end of the day, right? Mm -hmm. You know. Yeah. For and sure. Like what? Like with. With your social media network and like the network that you have, mm -hmm. as Tim said, like how how do you use it like as a tool to continue growing like yeah. every day? People always call it, like social media. I just call it media now. Like mm -hmm. it's just media. Like you know, more people watch Instagram than people watch cable TV. Yeah. You know what I mean? And so it's media, and you have to be on it. You have to be engaged with it. Um, you know, I just feel like people 
aren't really paying attention to the fact that, you know, TV, smart TVs, like, are just TVs, except they come with apps. Yeah. They no longer care about having channels and, like, different things like that. Yeah. That, like, YouTube is, you know, the new Rogers cable. Yeah, like, you know what I mean? TV, like, yeah. It's the new TV. And so you just have to take advantage of being on it. Like, I remember when I started, and I think this is for anybody with social media because social media is such a weird space for people. Mm-hmm. Like, when I started, like, talking on Instagram story and, like, sharing, like, my day and, like, a lot of the people who are, like, a part of my life are like, man, why do you, why you take 20, you're the only person I know that, like, takes, like, 20 videos in a yeah. day, like, bro, like, you just like to talk, and you like to, and I was like, I don't care, like, this is my, don't, don't yeah. follow me, <laughs> don't, yeah, you don't know, watch, don't watch it. it, like, skip if you want, and people always be like, yo, I just skip through your videos, and I'm like, that's fine, because, you know, like, every now and then, I'd get one person who'd be like, man, what you, what you said today, yeah. like, really helped me, yeah. and because it's real to my life, like, yeah, like, I had a really hard day if I share something or a key or something mm-hmm. I learned and one person is like you know and so exactly. it kind of like helped me like get past that on social media because yeah. on my Instagram story I do like anywhere between like 1200 to 1500 views on a on a video now and I only have 9000 followers so like that's a really great conversion rate yeah um but like now in a day I get like maybe like 50 to 100 DMs on every story like wow. on every post like people being like man like yo like I'm so glad I watched you today and it makes and you like, want to do it even more yeah 100 and makes you and the cool thing about it is like I, going back to Cardi B the reason Cardi B's shifting culture is because she she's winning being herself Yes. You know what I mean? Exactly. She's like winning. she's winning being herself. That's such a like good she's point. not trying to be right. uh, the best rapper. She's not trying to be the yeah. she's being herself. Like even myself, like I think that's one of the, the best things that I feel about like in the safety of like my success right now is I don't owe anybody any favors. Mm-hmm. Nobody like threw me like the alley oop and was like, Yo, Rooks, like we're gonna we're gonna support Sandbox. Like, you know, somebody asked me the other day, like, you know, like being a woman in music, like do you feel like, you know, you don't get the same support? And I, you know, I was thinking about it, like, brushing my teeth yesterday. I was like, why do people ask me that question? I think it's pretty obvious who all sticks together and who doesn't. Yeah, like, you yeah. know, I think it's pretty obvious that I work in music and there's an entire group of people who work in music who never engage or interact with me. Yeah. I'm never in those spaces. And, like, one of the things that I, I, I've learned about, like, being excluded from spaces is, like, yo, just be yourself. Yeah. Like, if you're going to be excluded anyways, and you have to, like, compromise to be included... Yeah, why fight it? Don't fight it. Like, just be <laughs> yourself. Like, and, like, I realized, like, that's one of the things for me that I'm blessed right with right now is, like, I just get to be myself. Like, yeah. I'm, I don't have to be anybody right. else. Yeah. I don't have to wear Louis Vuitton or, like, do all this stuff. I just get to, like, wear sandbox hats yeah. and wear no labels and drive whatever I want and people will still engage with me and deal with me the exact same way yeah. as the people who are who are putting on the front. And so yeah. my biggest encouragement to people is like, you know, there's a loud mouth person somewhere where people are like, you're so loud. Like, you are loud. Go be where being loud is an asset. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, there's somebody quiet where people are like, yo, you're so boring. You are boring. Go be where <laughs> being boring is an yeah. asset because yeah. every single skill we have there is a t- it's a tool right? right yeah and it can be used somewhere and so like i think one of the challenges a lot of people have is like not wanting to get out of the place they're at and going to somewhere that's beneficial to them you know yeah i think more people are are scared of like actually figuring that out yeah and actually potentially becoming successful from it yeah, yeah, too right, right? Yeah. i think a lot of people are scared of success and and being like they're not in like the fear of not having a steady income and stuff. I, I don't too, think right? people are scared of success because I've, I've heard. I think people are scared of work, and people know work is required for success. Like I've, I'm learning from being around like a lot of successful people is like, you cannot be lazy yeah. and be successful. Yes. Like, they always look at the end goal. Like, yeah. They're looking at the Bentleys. Yeah. And, and yeah. People are like, oh, you just got this. You just... I remember when Jcoms first started doing real estate. You know what I mean? And he's like, passed. And then he started. And then like, you know, like he's maybe like after a couple months went by, he like sold his first house. And then like, and then he was like, him and his mom are winning awards and like they're doing stuff. And like, people can look at it and like this is something about like being successful where like. You have to, like, be able to, like, trust yourself. People can look at it and be like, yo, Jcom, it's because his mom was already in real estate. Like, no, if he was lazy, trust me, he would not have yeah. sold one house. And he wouldn't be garden. around Exactly. Day, and know? so, like, this is Six where, like... Six months, he would have been gone. Yeah, it's been is, five years already. Ex- yeah. Right? And this is where, like, people, like, don't want to really have, like, the conversation. It's not because of the connect. It's not because of the plug. It's not... Yo, people who are lazy don't last. They, they might get there, yeah. but they don't stay there. Mm-hmm. You cannot be lazy to be successful. Yeah. Like, it's, 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 it goes without saying. Like, there's some days where I'm up for, like, 20 hours, and people are like, mm-hmm. you have to sleep. And I'm just like, 
why are you telling me that? Like, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> I'm not saying don't tell me to take self-care, but like, why are you telling me? Like, it's because you need to sleep. Yeah. yeah. I actually don't need to sleep because if I needed to sleep, my body, your body, like. Tells and, you what you need yeah, to do. Yeah, your body, uh, and this is like a real thing, like for entrepreneurs and like athletes and like athletes especially, like, and even artists to me are athletes because you'll see artists, like, they'll go perform, do a full concert, go to the after party where they're obligated to be, yes. wake up in the morning, do, do the interviews. early morning radio show, yeah. get back, like, you know what I mean? Yo, you just have to know, like, yo, this is what I want. This is what I want, and I'm absolutely going to get yeah. it. Yeah, because it's not every day, like, they said, just for the tours and stuff. Like, yeah. once the tour is done, like... Yo, four there, months you're, off. You sleep you your there, you know? You know, you go, you ball out, and I think that this is where, like, people, like, even with athletes and, like, with people who are successful, like, people will see me at the club, like, and, like, having the best time of my life, but that's because I work all week, fam. Yeah. Yeah. I work my ass off. I want to be in the club having the time of my life. Like, right. you know what I mean? Right. And, like, we see LeBron's, like, driving, like, you know, like, these Lamborghinis and you're like, yo, I wish I could be like LeBron. Like, LeBron, like, I've been, I've, I'm fortunate enough that, like, I'm very connected and, like, you know, I've been around a lot of, like, these NBA, like, champions, like, you know, when I'm in LA and, like, yo, they will go to a restaurant and have a salad. Yeah. Like, yeah. Because they're at their carb limit for <laughs> Yeah. You know what I mean? It's crazy. You, you, uh, you mentioned LeBron and LeBron is probably in the best shape of his life at, at 33 or yeah. 34, but, Behind that, it's the diet plan. Oh yeah, he's working out like all day. Yeah, he's working. Yeah. Same with yeah, he was Harvey. dehydrated a couple of years ago in the yeah. playoffs and stuff. Yeah. Like you couldn't even perform. You know, yeah. like so. Right. Knowing your body and like with the technology too, like it helps to improve to understand right what your body and going can back to and being can. motivated. You're exactly right. Just I'm like, to me, it's like yo. If you look at my morning routine, I take two omega oils. I take like 2,000 mg's of uh, vitamin C to make right. sure that yeah. my immune system mm -hmm. already starts the day feeling Health revived. Health is well. Yeah, like yeah. I make sure that I'm, I'm like a vegetarian. I don't eat meat. So like I start my day with like a, a protein shake, yeah. like with just water. Like my meals are so strict. Like the way that I eat, like, you know, I had my freshie right before you guys came. Like health is wealth. Yeah. And mm -hmm. that's the thing that I'm learning from being around really successful people. Like they eat well. They, like, maybe not, like, sleep well all the time, but sleep is, like, a... It's a conscious thing for them. Like, okay, I work for 20 hours. Right. Okay, I'm going to make sure I take a 16-hour break. Like, their body and the maintenance of it, like... Because I always say, like, entrepreneurship is the greatest form of personal leadership. Like, I'm only ever going to perform as a great entrepreneur when I'm performing as a great rooks. Like, yeah, you know yeah. what I mean? Mm -hmm. And so, like, yeah. If yeah, you're hungover, like, you know, and whatever, like, it's... I'm just like, I can't even, I'm, Yo, I can't drink like that. There's anymore. so many times yeah. I'm at the club and I'm doing that, that thing from like the movies. I'm like, <laughs> and like, I, I like throw the drink behind me. I'm like, oh, thank you, thank you. Like, it's polite to take a drink, but yeah. I'm like, damn, another drink. Yeah. Like, Especially in your, your profession, yeah. you're socializing and that's where like business is done. You only have a drink. Yo, one, of, one of my good friends is a, a DJ, shout out DJ Killer Kells. And um, uh, yeah, like I told him the other day, I'm like, I can't go out with you anymore. <laughs> Why? I'm like, you get too much free liquor. Like, you know, when you have to pay for drinks, like, yeah. if you want to get drunk, like, you're really invested in that. <laughs> but when people are sending, like, bottles and this and, like, I'm like, yo, yeah, this is too, too much. I'm like, I just need, like, half free, half paid so that once the freeze up, I'm like, oh, I'm not paying for Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> you know I, mean? I came with 20 bucks. Exactly. I got two free drinks. I'm not spending no money. But, like, yeah, but yeah, yeah you got to take care of it. And in budgeting, too, at the same time, you know, like, yo. as you said, it adds up if you're paying for the rich that people man are frugal yeah <laughs> yeah if i can say anything like i am so frugal it's crazy like i you know like i i, I never like to talk about money and like even on my story and stuff like i never talk about how much money i make um you know people can be left to their assumption yeah. but like I I uh I was talking to my friend the other day and she's like, oh, I'm trading this thing on on buns. Have you guys ever heard of yes, buns? I just, <laughs> I just heard it on uh, on CBC today. Yo, I just I just downloaded the app literally like an hour Yo, ago. I, I literally just, like I was, an hour I, ago. I, I was about to throw it's away like change your life, bro. bro. I was about to throw away like five jackets or like six jackets, and she's like, oh, trade them on buns. And I was like, buns? And like these jackets are cheap. It's just that like unfortunately being in the industry I'm in, like I wasn't gonna throw them. I was gonna get them to Goodwill, but like in the industry I'm in, like. I, I go out a lot. I take a lot of pictures. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah. okay, the season's done. I got to get new jackets. Yeah. Or but yeah, she's talking about this buns thing. Yo, my whole life changed. <laughs> I was like, yes. Like, people who have money, like, especially entrepreneurs, I feel like when you realize how hard it is to make money and, like, the value of money, I think rich people stop, like, being, like, frivolous. Yeah. I think being frivolous is, like, for people who are super wealthy and super poor. Like, but people who are, like, in the middle, like, yeah. they, it's like, 
you realize like money makes a a big 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 yeah. sometimes i'm like yo if i'm not gonna get to super rich trust me i'm just gonna go to super poor and like <laughs> because like you know what i mean like it's one of the two one of the two because yeah. in the middle like you really gotta you gotta be sensible with your finances man like yeah. i'm so sensible with my money like i, go I think that's the like one of the hardest things for people to overcome and like feel like they can be sensible with their money, especially like in Toronto when yeah. rent is so high. Yeah, yeah. trying to afford to uh, to buy a place and stuff, you know. Like, I see mention. that every day and yeah. stuff, right? And and just trying to put people in a place and it's it's hard, you know. And like, but, but this goes back to what I said. Like, if you if rent is too high for you in Toronto, move. Yeah. Like I know that people have such a hard time with like the, but like in America it's so interesting. Like you go to any state and you meet five people, they're not from there. Yeah. Like, people move to what makes sense yeah. for them. Like, you go to Boston, like, where are you from? Milwaukee. Where are you from? Iowa. Where are you from? Florida. Like, you go to Florida, where are you from? L.A. Where, like, yeah. people go to where is going to be sensible for them. And, like, I remember, like, at my worst with Sandbox, like, my worst, like, year two, no money, broke, popped down. Like, I remember, like, I, I took job interviews to go work in none of it. None of it was going to pay me 120 racks <laughs> to go and help them develop an art and culture yeah, sector yeah. for music there. And if I, if Sandbox didn't start to pick up, trust me, you I would have spent one year in none of it, made $120,000, and came back to Toronto and figured my life yeah. out. Like, I think that, like, so many people want comfort, and that's why success is about hard work. And like, sacrifice. sacrifice. That's a huge I travel so much, and people are like, yo, you're so lucky you get to travel. I'm like, do you think I want to travel as much as I do travel? But I understand that, like, my value isn't in Toronto. My value is in L.A. My value is in London. My value is in Miami. So I'm going to go where my where my value is, yeah, right? Yeah. Like, <laughs> that makes the most sense. Right. Yeah. It makes so, like, it's so, makes like, sense. So like, how, it's so easy. <laughs> she mentioned value. A lot of people, including myself, mm -hmm. you know, uh, I'm in a lot better place mm -hmm. now. I didn't see my value to mm -hmm. the world, mm -hmm. right? Until I finally said, you know, I'm accepting who I am. I'm not going to be, I wanted to be like Gary V. Yeah, I yeah, wanted yeah. to do this. Yeah. I wanted to, to be the next, the next big guy. But, yeah, yeah. you know, that's probably not realistic. Yeah, yeah. Like, so how, what would your advice be to people out there? You know, like in terms of creating value and, and upping their value and showing their value to, to others, you know. What do you do really well? Yeah. What know is that. Back to skill. Skill. Like, what do you do really well? Do it all the time. That's mm -hmm. it. Like, Gary Vee's not saying anything that anybody else is not saying. Yeah. Right. But he believes it the most. The and passion. He speaks yeah. very well. Yeah. So that helps him. There's, I, I, can, I can pull up a million motivation. Even down to myself, I know I'm very good at speaking. I know that public speaking for me is very easy, and it's not a skill a lot of people have. It's mm -hmm. actually like what the number one fear in the world. Yeah, or yeah. Like that. that's like, one of my fears. I want to get over. Yeah, yeah, like I'm very good at public speaking, so I do it all the time. People would rather die. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's true. Yeah, speaking public, public speaking is the number one. And so when you know what you do and like you do it really well, that's when your value goes up because like you know like even for example like in like real estate, uh, I know I saw Aaron the other day. I think his name's Aaron, right? He's like a. Investor. Okay, yeah. Okay, so I saw him on Instagram the other day. And if I wanted to do a really big business deal, regardless of what it is, I probably would reach out to Aaron because I've watched him over the last five years and all he ever posts pictures of is like him with deals and like yeah. closing deals and what deals look like. And so now as an ignorant person, I'd be willing to pay somebody who I constantly see closing deals to teach me about deals, right? Yeah. It's like we need to see what your value is and you constantly need to put it out there and like even from working in music like i'll see people who can sing really well i'm like yo do youtube and they're like that's corny mm. but that's you doing what you yeah. do really well all the time like you know what i mean even if a million and i see it all the time like we always have this idea of like other people have done something but there are millions of people becoming millionaires not a, i didn't say a couple thousand yeah a couple hundred thousand there are millions of people becoming millionaires off of being on youtube yeah every year yeah every year you know when you go to la yeah. now like it's not musicians that are balling out and pulling no, no. up it's youtubers yeah, yeah. yo That's to right. be a youtuber is like to be a bigger star than like a lot of people who are getting oscar nominations right. like yeah it's crazy they're making millions of dollars the, the biggest, I think, YouTuber of 2017 apparently was uh, this family. Yeah. And it was all centered around this kid. Mm -hmm. Who's who, unwrapping stuff, right? Who's unwrapping yeah. stuff, yeah. Made like something like $6 million, $7 million last yeah. year yeah. alone. Yo, and that's, Laugh at it all you want, yeah. but I mean, hey. and that, and that's, it, he, they're putting in the work. And that's where day. like you have to be able to trust yourself to like do stuff. So like maybe like in the last four months, I've heard 100 people say, write a book. Yeah. And mm -hmm. so then I'm like, okay, write a book. 
Because if everybody's asking me to write a book, that's where they see my value. Yeah. And if people ask me to write a book, well, what are they really saying? Like, share your thoughts. All right, Rooks, maybe you should start a YouTube channel. Maybe you should take your own advice. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? And so it's like, whatever. when it comes to value, like, people know my value is now. People, some people don't even know what I do, to be very honest with you. Like, yeah. they have no clue. Like, they don't know what sandbox is. But what they know about Rooks is like, yo, Rooks is everywhere. Yeah. So Rooks is a connector. Rooks is a bridge. And so that being my value is where a lot of people approach me. Like, Yo, Rooks, can you get me in touch with this person? Or can you know if this thing can happen? Or like, yo, we know that you've, you've built a, a successful business. Can you mentor me through that? Mm -hmm. So actually in the spring of 2018, which is like not too far from here, I'm starting my own mentorship program nice. for like entrepreneurs. Nice. But like also learning that like when you get to a place where you're doing well, and I don't think you have to brag or like talk about like how much money you make, but like when you know that you can help other people, one, your value is also like, and this is what, what I find is hard when you do, like, mentorship stuff. And, like, I never want to charge anybody. Yeah. But I'm realizing now, like, that those people will pay other people for other things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so why are they coming to you? <laughs> if you're going to ask me how to fix your life, you got to pay me to fix your life. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? And so that that has been, a, like, I think, even to this day, like, the biggest challenge with, with value. Like, I do, like, free one-hour consultations with new clients. And like in that hour, like I say so much, I'm like, damn, like yeah, yeah, yeah. this should be three minutes. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Like yeah, you got you got everything I was gonna tell I you. I know exactly. Right? And so it's like yeah, like I do think with value, you you and that's where like you really have to start seeing yourself as a business. So I tell everybody like if you're an entrepreneur, an artist, you have an idea, write a business plan for it. Because once you write a business plan, they're so annoying, and there's so much work, especially for people who are creative, but. They make you realize like, okay, like, well, who's your market? Well, yeah. my mentorship program is not, it's not a new idea. There are people who are mentors all over the world right. making, from a long time ago. making $500,000 a year to do exactly what I do on Instagram. Yeah. Like, you know, Gary Vee, shout out Gary Vee, signed my book. Like, I have a relationship with him and like, you know, when yes, he was here yeah. in Toronto, yeah, I was with We're him. We're big, so. I'm a big fan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, so I was with him when, and you know, like when I'm in New York, I go to VaynerMedia and like, you know, he, he, has, he has this whole thing of, like, like just do what, what's inside of you to do. And I think so often many of us, like, know that we should be doing stuff. And, like, every time I'm around him, I'm like, I should start doing YouTube. And, like, you know, the last time I saw him, he's like, you're going to do YouTube, right? And I'm like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. How is this the account set up and stuff? But, but. And it's, like, it's crazy. Like, Gary Vee's telling me. Gary Vee, who's, like, the guy, is like, right. you're going to do YouTube, right? And then, like, he, tell, he, he says, like, yo, put out a one-minute video, like, just of, like you talking about something. Just like yeah. start there. You yeah. know what I mean? And then like two months later, I still haven't done YouTube. Like you know, like it's really about your relationship with yourself. Yeah. What right. you believe about yourself. Once you like, get started, though, then like it's a snowball effect, yeah. almost kind of thing. Yeah. It's, like for yeah. us, we do we're doing our like listing videos and stuff yeah. now, and doing the market update videos, and it's just like like we were scared to do it, but it's like as soon as we did it, it's just like oh, it feels so much better and being after, comfortable you know? knowing like they don't have to be perfect yeah exactly like I think that's like been my biggest thing that was like I was like okay I'm gonna do YouTube uh, I need to meet with like um, a video so I had like a big meeting yeah. and like this is like you know a big life lesson like I had a meeting with a producer because you know people are, people want to work with me right have a meeting with a producer have a meeting with a videographer we like test like angles like we do a test shoot like, I'm supposed to get it back, the edited thing. I don't get it back in time. I'm pissed off. I'm discouraged. I don't want to... It just reminded me, like, yo, I have an iPhone 10. I went on Amazon the other day. I bought a tripod for my iPhone. Yeah. I'm going to just shoot my own video. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yo, if they're not the best videos, it doesn't matter. Because that video exists. And the one that took, like, the producer yeah. and the three cameras and the different angles doesn't. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And so that's, like, one of the And then plus, things. by the time, like... You look at it back from five years ago. Yeah. And you look at that first video, and you look at it where you're at now. You right. you have all your own stuff. Exactly. You have like all in-house stuff, and right. that's what you like essentially done with this. Too, yeah, hundred percent. It goes back to that basketball analogy, right? Mm -hmm. Like you never make any shots that you don't take. Yeah, right? hundred percent. So that's that big thing. It. So keep me in line with that. I mean, like I've seen tons of people. My own friends. Yeah. We'll mention who. <laughs> They know who they are. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're, they're pissed right now. Like, <laughs> Maybe they're not friends anymore. <laughs> but I mean, tons of people yeah. will say like, "Oh, I want to do this. Yeah. I gotta do this." Yet they don't do it. Yeah. Yeah. And I struggled from that, yeah. you know, years ago, yeah. and and still struggling with that on a day to day basis. But yeah. it just takes doing. But I'm glad that you said that. Like, maybe yeah. not friends anymore. Who your friends are matters so much mm -hmm. if you're around people who get shit done and do things 
you start to, you can't keep having the same conversation with them. No. You can't talk to people about ideas when they're making things actions. You know what I mean? Yeah. But people who are like, you're like, yo, I have this idea. And they're like, me too. And all, all you guys do is talk about ideas. Like, that's why, like, my circle of influence, my friend's circle is so, so, so small. Because, like, I don't want to ever be able to have a conversation like, yo, I want to do YouTube. You know, like, yeah. when, when, when the video didn't work out, like, my next bedroom was like, yo, so just shoot it yourself. Yeah. You bought a? Did you buy that expensive iPhone? Don't come to me. That's more expensive than half the cameras yeah. people are using they're these like, days. They're like, yo, like, yo, they they sent me a YouTube video how to shoot on your iPhone 10, and they're like, yo, put out a video next week. You know, when you're around people, yeah, people like push that, you, you know. Yeah, no excuses. You have yeah. to be around people who are like, yo, there is no reason in the world you can't do what you want to do except for you. Yeah, and, and kind of to that point too, and kind of like to wrap it all up, but mm -hmm. like. What do you say to like your doubters and like what do you tell people yeah. that are coming up and stuff like what to look for to just kind of avoid those people and what do you tell those people to tell them like you thought wrong, you know? Well, one, the people who doubt you doubt themselves, right? Yeah. And so it's like you have to know never to take it personal. Like a lot of people can't see a vision for you if they can't see it for themselves. Mm -hmm. Anyone who's bigger than me. Uh, and more successful than me, who's ever tried to close doors on me, has openly been like, yo, I'm a shark and I see you're a shark. I'd rather eat you now and kill you than let you grow. Mm. That's like shark wow. talk. There's still some sense of respect yo, there. And I've had people tell me that, right? Wow. And so it's like, doubt comes from a place inside somebody else. Don't make it about you. Yeah. So that's number one. Like, I, I, people are like, I, I love the haters. I don't love the haters. Yeah. It's, it's still a very difficult thing to deal with like people not believing in you but i think that when you you are so particular about your garden and like your mind like i don't hear haters anymore not because i'm so focused on my goal but like i'm so insulated with support mm -hmm. and yeah. i'm so insulated with and that could be support from like me listening to how i built this from npr yeah like listening to another podcast you guys asked me to be on your podcast like i'm constantly in a space where like I'm making sure that I'm being reminded of my value, my worth, mm -hmm. and what I have to bring to the world. Um, and like with the youth are wrong, I always love like <laughs> I love it. Trust me, I love youth are wrong because you know people are not going to see what you see in yourself. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, there's a biblical verse that like I live by, and it's like a man cannot be a prophet in his own city. You know, and like I just like I think about it all of the time because you know people can only ever see based on their paradigm yeah. you know and like when people think wrongly about you like it is your job to, to prove them yeah. wrong like you know what i mean like i it's not your job to get upset it's not your job but i also ask myself now when like people like think wrong i'm like why do you see it that way yeah. like why do you see like me not being able to like be in a space like this at like carla on lakeshore yeah well yo because it's really costly it's really this so i take those things into account and i'm like okay i gotta make sure that those are things that i focus on yeah because yeah. when people doubt you what they actually expose are the vulnerabilities and you need to also be able to see those yeah because i also see people blindly and we see it a lot in like silicon valley and like and like you know even in toronto with like all these investors who will put up like way home yeah, yeah. your money to do way home yeah. bankrupt what right. was it like two or three years it was alive yeah right like so like you can also have people who, who think right yeah. <laughs> right and yeah. then you're, not, you're not ready right and so it's like your job to me is like for you to be ready and for you to make sure that like you're prepared and i don't think that you ever are going to walk through doors that you're not prepared for so if doors are locked to you right now it's because you're not ready yeah so it's like People think wrongly about you, but like also like be real with yourself. Like, yeah. be real with yourself, so you're not also thinking wrong. Like, yeah, you know I don't think you can go from zero to a million like that quick. Yeah, you know, no, like no. you gotta yeah, work your no way. Such thing as <laughs> yeah. Unless like, you're counting yeah. one by one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Unless you're counting one yeah. by one. Hundred percent. This right. has been absolutely awesome. Yeah. Thank you so much yeah. for having me. This honestly. has been really, really awesome. Um, for everyone listening, if you hear like these little, it's my dog. <laughs> she's, uh, she's, it's actually not her fault. She's being very needy because right. I've actually been on the road all day today and it's the first time she got to see me in the office. So Shout out to Jada. Shout out <laughs> also to all your projects. If you oh, yeah. could just tell everybody out there what, what's keeping Rooks busy okay, out there. So, so one of the things I've learned about business is that to also move a little bit in silence. So mm -hmm. I actually own a lot of businesses in Toronto that right. I'm either the co-owner of, um, I have shares in, but like I don't speak about it. Sure. So the only thing I do speak about really is like Sandbox, but you know, Sandbox is obviously my baby, but I'm moving away from Sandbox um, being like the focus for me and like 
This is why you guys are in my office right now, which is located inside of Sandbox, but Rooks being more of a brand. So like I said, like I'm starting that mentorship yeah. uh, program um, in the spring. It's called The Locker Room. Okay. Um, and so like my YouTube series that's coming out is called Muscle Hustle. And so like the the muscle hustle is built in the locker room. And so, so there is a YouTube series. So there, yeah. there, there, there is a YouTube series. It's coming. Yeah, it's coming. It Your girl's listening. It's supposed to launch on April first, but we will be launching it like um, first week of May. Okay. Um, and so like yeah, like I, so, I think people are gonna see a lot more of me just like everywhere. Okay, we'll have that link in the in the description yeah, yeah. for yeah, when for sure. we have this episode out. So yeah. stay tuned to the, for that, guys. Let's go. Let's yeah. go. I think it's the episode's coming out around. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This yeah. Time. So there you go. So, so we are. Almost out of here, but yes. just want to say a big thank you to... No worries. <laughs> Rooks. Can I you mean, shift my hand? We all have fears, and that's okay. We hope that we have given you something to help you conquer some of your fears so you too can continue to excel at life. Thank you for listening to You Thought Wrong.